What's going on, Winners Dialogue? Family is Leon again, checking in with you. Shake my hand. Today is another episode of My Secret Mentor, where we highlight black entrepreneurs in the DMV area specifically. Today, we got a special guest in the studio. He's a father, youth coach, Lincoln Tech alumni, and entrepreneur. Today, we have the founder of JNL Residential LLC, Mr. Justin Lee himself. How you doing today? I'm good, sir. I'm good, man. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Leon. I'm glad that you came, man. Absolutely, man. Of course. Of course. You know, so basically, we want to get some backstory on okay. how do you get into this? Because there's a lot of people out here that's trying to figure out where to get started, but right. they don't know where to get started. Right. So we figured we'll talk to the people that's actually in the field doing Absolutely. the work already. Absolutely. Um, man, where do I start, man? Uh, I guess it, it came <clears throat> the whole, because really, to be honest, man, in order to be an entrepreneur, you really have to just, you got to have that mindset that, you know, that that you, you're, you're able to uh, create your own path, that you're able to provide for yourself, that you're able to survive through times that most people would want to give up. Um, there's failures in it. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes repeatedly, you know, going about things, you know, trying to do it your way and not really, you know, setting your plans accordingly. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it all starts with just just the mentality, period. Um, so um, just from working at, at younger ages, man, I, um, you know, I, I figured, I looked at it like, and this is me. This not may, might not be everybody, but I I feel like I've always had a problem with authority. Okay. Right. So, me working a job that I really didn't want to be on, mm -hmm. having to deal with a supervisor that I, that you know, on, on top of a job that I didn't want to be at, it just put me in a in a bad space mentally going to work. Like I hated going to work. You know, the whole idea of damn, I gotta go to work. I get up in the morning, go to this. I'm thinking about. It's Saturday, and I'm thinking about going to work it. on Monday. And it's depressing. It's you know, like, it's oh, like, man, I only got two days off. Ugh. So, you know, what What? Um, what helped me to, to conquer that idea was to start to, to provide for myself. Um, you know, um, once, I, once I decided to go to Lincoln Tech and to do the HVAC, it was like I wanted something that – because I was working construction for a while. I got laid off from construction okay. um, during the during the recession. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the market crashed. It was just like, hey, you know, I was the last hired. You know, I was – it just was like, hey, you know, got to let you go. So he was like, I'm going to need a new skill set. Yeah, so, so cool. I, I wanted to – I just wanted to be more of an asset to something, to you know, to a, to a, a company or to a brand, whereas though wouldn't, you, you, I wouldn't be – it wouldn't be so easy for you to just let me go. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Um so I went to I went I went started at Lincoln Tech. Uh, I tried medics. I tried the medic school. I tried uh, uh, all state career to drive trucks. I was just going through different phases to where I, was, I just wanted to find a fit. Oh, I find your niche. Was exactly. it like something that got you to gravitate towards it? Was it like a natural thing? Like I'm good with my hands. Or? Um, yeah, I've always been kind of good with my hands. I've always been interested in you know how things are put together. Um, yeah. But it was uh, I actually to be honest, I was looking in the paper, man. You know, this is the time where you found jobs in the in the classifieds. Yeah. You know, in the, in the newspapers and stuff, <laughs> not like it wasn't no Indeed and, yeah. you know, these different platforms. It was like, you know, you had to really do the legwork, go fill out applications at go different to the places. Place. Yeah, you know, so um, in the paper, all I saw was CDLs, medical, HVAC. So I'm like, you know what? Let's try this HVAC thing, right? So I'm like, you know, even if I'm not working with the company, everybody's going to need AC. Everybody yeah. needs heat. 
you know, I work with this plumbing stuff. Everybody need to flush the toilet. Everybody need to run a sink, you know. So it's like so even, you need. even without a even without a company to back me, I feel like I can still make money on the side. Yeah. So it started with side work. Um, and then as the side work got the, you know, got the work, the jobs got a little bigger each time. Um, I started to build a clientele base to where people were calling me as their handyman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, you know what? Like, man, I could do this. Like, I, I think I can do this. Like, you know, and, and I, I kind of, it took me a while to really gather the courage to do it. Um, but it took for me to get fired from my last job. To put you in that position to say, okay, yeah, what's the next thing? Exactly. They just cut the holes in my back so my wings could expand, man. That's the that's the way to look at you it. You know, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. So, and and after that, it's just it's still trial and error. You know, each day you learn something, each project you learn something. So, when you, the learning process, I know you got your formal background from Lincoln Tech, but right. as far as the expansion outside the HAV, um, HVAC, yeah. Uh, so uh, maintenance, a lot of oh, I, I okay. did maintenance for apartment complex for about three years. Um, that was really good, man. It was I learned a lot. Like you know, things that I thought I knew how to do or I could do. It was like. You know, no, you don't really know how to do that until yeah. you know you don't you don't really know how to do something until until you can fix something. Like it's easy to replace anything, yeah. but if you can go to a problem and you can fix the problem without replacing the, the internal parts of it, okay, you know, just maybe a part here or a piece there. Like say if your you know your speaker broke down, if you could break the speaker down, keep the speaker the same, maybe change Changes. one you know one wire, one one uh, stake on. You gotta put one stake on in, or, or, or you okay. know do one little solder joint, and then the speaker works again. Now you can consider yourself a mechanic. You know, you, yeah. can, you can you can consider yourself technical, because you know it's easy to just buy another one and plug it in. Yeah, you understand like what does it take to actually do the work Absolutely. and to put this in. Absolutely. So did you use like like say for instance you went to a place and they somebody said I need tile work? Did you say okay I already know how to do this tile work from that background? Or did you have to do any more research like books? Or oh yeah, man, definitely. YouTube? I mean, I, I research things. Um, you know, it's an old saying in uh in music sometimes where they say you fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right? And so, like, if you come across a project where I always thought that, you know, because I'm good with people. So in order for me, you know, for me, I just looked at it like if if me and the client can, you know, if we can relate on some some aspect, then, you know, I'm able to, I feel like I'll be able to get the job. So it's like I wouldn't tell a person I don't do that or I don't know how to do that. Okay. You know, because by the time I get to that place to where I need to do the work, I've already I've I go to YouTube, I go to you know I read a, I I read about it, I will look it up, I'll call a, a a friend or somebody else in that field. Like, listen, I got a project here, and they asked me to do da 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 da. What's the you know I never done that, man. Tell me how oh, it's easy. You just write your stuff down, take your notes. Oh, so yeah, big component is the note taking. Absolutely, too. and yeah, then by the like, time you get to this project, you know you already have an idea of what you're gonna do. Yeah, so you have no idea what to expect. Exactly, and, and if you, and if it's something that you don't do typically, like you know, I don't really do roofs, but I know people who do. Okay, it's in my network. You know, I have a network of folks that if if it's if it's if it's something that absolutely is out of my reach, then I can call somebody in the same network, and you know, it can still be as me helping that person to, yeah. to provide them with another person. You know, so you just you just got to keep your keep an open mindset. So with that, that's a really big component is the network. How yes. did you? develop your network to be so strong niche that you can say I can reach out to this person, this person, in case I need help or I'm not sure if I can help somebody else with this. Right. Um <clears throat> I think it was uh like even in the maintenance field, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of different um contractors, you know, people that were, were doing stuff for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um 
people that I've come up with that, you know, come out of school, you know, some people get hip to the game that, you know, a trade is important or, you know, if whatever, whatever, you're, whatever it is that you want to do, you got to do something that not everybody does. Yeah. You know, something that not everybody does and it sets you apart. So me staying in touch with those folks that, you know, that were always handy building, you know, guys who fix cars, you know, uh, guys who sell cars, you know, any yeah. anybody within the network, people that I've come across, I just try to keep a positive relationship with those people and, you know, reach out sometimes, not always for help, just sometimes just to check in. Like, you know, hey, what's going on? Just checking on you, making sure you're good, man. Everything, all right, cool, yeah, all right. Next time I call them, they're going to answer the phone for me. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Because you know if you mean? had that rapport with people, people right. was like, okay, I know who you are. I know what to expect from right. him. He's not just calling me for, for right. one. Right, exactly. So, you know, if you call somebody, every time you call them, you ask them for something. Yeah. That that next time you call, they're probably not going to answer. Or, you know, like, they, you know, they want something again. Exactly. So it's like, you know, they want to, you just want to, you want to keep people um, aware that, you know, you're still in a positive, you know, a, a positive track. And, you know, it's kind of like each person that you come across, you just do them right and, and, and uh, keep your network as open-minded as possible. Like, just because you might... You know, I'm doing HVAC or I'm doing home improvement. Somebody who's doing uh, waterproofing or restoration, I can't yeah. say. I wouldn't say I don't need those guys. No, I, cool. That's what's up, man. You got a card? Yeah, man, it's no, it's no yeah, hurt nothing. Exactly. Don't hurt nothing to exactly. share that information. Exactly. You never know who it could help. It might help you later. Right, right. So that's that's the idea. Yeah, that definitely is a big thing. Uh, what would you say if a person, let's just say I was fresh out of college and I said I don't have a network and I don't know where to find a group of people mm-hmm. that's doing something. What would I? What would you suggest they go to find these people? Um, right now, Just man, to start that network. Yeah, off. well, I mean, right now it's you know we're in the age of the age of information. Yeah, you know everybody's on Facebook and Instagram, and you know not everybody on Facebook is just trolling. Not everybody on Instagram. Some people are actually pushing their business. Some people are sending positive messages. You know, if you look outside the box and just look at the things that most people aren't paying attention to, you can find all types of networks. You know what I mean? Just different groups, different, um, you know, if you see somebody who's who puts up a picture and he said that they just replaced this in their house or something, like, that's somebody who might know somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those are people that, you know, you just inquire about. And so it don't never hurt to ask a question. Never. Just ask that question. Ask that question. That's it. That's the that's the number one thing. I was actually on a, um Facebook early and I seen a, a Facebook selling group and mm-hmm. I was, I joined it. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, let's everybody share their contact information. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. just put your business out there. Exactly. People that's going to need it is going to at least know that you exist and exactly. they can go to you. Yeah, and then they're probably going to go to that, that group first. You yeah. know, if they're in that group all the time, every day they know the people in there, and the first thing a problem comes up with something they need, they're going to go to that group first. Yeah. You know, and then they're going, okay, I'm going to look through this group because I know these folks. I feel like I built a, a rapport with, even though even though it's through social media, it's still, you know, you still can build a, a, a connection there. So and they're like, well, you know what, I'll reach out to this person from this group because Jimmy knows him, and I know Jimmy's a good guy, so let me call him. That's true, man. especially with Facebook now. You can see what your friends. Exactly. Hey, you're a friend of a friend, yep. so that kind of makes you feel like yep. a little bit closer. Exactly. So let's just go back a little bit. Um, when you got your first, do you remember the first job and your first client? Uh, like a side job or like a. Uh... So basically, when you stepped away from the corporate structure of things, you say, you know what? Okay. I can kind of step away from this now because it's an influx of people coming in. Yeah. Who was that first person that gave you opportunity? Um, man, let me see. The first one I did was probably 
Because actually, uh, I, I consider him a mentor of mine. Okay. Um, you know, not much older than me, but, you know, been around doing the work a, a, a lot longer than I have. Uh, once I told him that, you know, I'm like, look, man, you know, because he used to call me on different different projects, you know, come maybe check on a fire in this here or, you know, fix the AC or something like that here. But I told him, like, look, man, you know, I'm, I'm doing this now for good. It's what I'm doing. So, you know, anything you got, just call me. He's like, all right. So, like, maybe a week later, he called me with a – gave me a full duck job. Oh, okay. Full duck job. This is a it's a house that they gutted. They demoed the whole house. So I ran new duct work, new electric, new total new central air system. Um, and it was like, once that job was coming to an end, I'm like, all right, good, it's cool. But I'm thinking like, and what's next? Like, what am I gonna do next? And then before the job ended, I got a call for Another me call. for an estimate to come do an estimate. Right? I go do an estimate there. I'm like, you know what? It's the only one I got right now, so I'm gonna give this person a good price. Let's make sure I set this price right so I don't All right. drown myself. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm still can keep, you know, stay afloat. And they bit. And it was like that one went. And as soon as that one went, another one. And, it, and it's kind of how it's been. It's just even still, I don't really know all when, all my next ones. I got a few lined up now, but okay. I don't know when the, still when, they, when those are done. It's just. When, the referrals yeah, seem to yeah, work themselves yeah. out. A lot of, a lot of repeat, um, you know, people that are. Cause I, I I didn't do any marketing, do any marketing thing like that. It was just word of mouth, and that's how it's been. I, I got business cards now on the website, thanks to thanks to you, Thank you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, besides that, it's been all word of mouth. That's good though. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, they said that's the biggest. It is, man. Form it of is. marketing. It is. I feel like it is because I feel like, you know, some people, some people take heed to what uh, uh, another person's opinion of a person. And a lot of people do that, especially when they go online for reviews and yeah, they say, man. well, let me see what this person, I don't know this person, but exactly. I'm going to take that word for it because exactly. it's the only information I have to go off of yep. at this point. Right. So that's a good place. As far as when you say you went off to that next job to get that estimate, mm -hmm. how did you know, okay, this is how I'm going to price this? Because pricing, I know for a lot of people, it's like... It's, it's, it's just complicated. It can yeah. get complicated, man, because, you know, depending on, you know, uh, it, it, it depends on a lot of different things, demographics. Um, it depends on, you know, the, um, like the situation that if the, if the person, like say if you, you're going for a big job, is this a, a homeowner? Is this a buyer? Or is this a, you know, is this a flipper or is this a, a real estate agent or, you yeah. know, and you can, can you can kind of know around that on what prices you can go with and what prices are not acceptable. Yeah. Right. Now, granted also, if you have anybody that does any type of work that you're trying to do, you reach out to those folks. Yeah. Um, I would call. Call my guy Dorian. Dorian, uh, I call anybody that I was around. Like, listen, what would you charge to do? Da 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 da. So they you reach out to your network first. Yeah, exactly. And then they say, well, how much? What's this? What's the measurements? And I give them the measurements or whatever. And they say, all right, well, usually I would do it according to this. But I'm thinking, like, okay, so it's just me. You got two or three guys with you. It's just me. Uh, I could probably cut that down a little bit and get this job. Because if you, if you tell them you can do it, that you've done these for around this range average. So if I come in a little lower, then that's almost a guarantee. So basically, you would recommend to reach out to your network. Yes. You have that first. If I don't have a network, because I know, I know initially when I was looking into web design and different mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. models, I said, okay, how much do people in this network, yeah. in this business get paid? Because I don't know. Mm -hmm. With the charge anybody. Also, what I did was I called an old company I used to work for. Okay. And I used to call them and ask them, like, because, uh, you know, a lot of companies, they'll say they'll come out and give you an estimate. They yeah, won't give you numbers over the phone. <laughs> but 
um, you know, it's all about how you ask, man, how you, you know, your approach on things. You know, if you come in like, listen, hey, um, look, I got a, I got a full system duck job over here that needs to be done. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I've been really, I'm really in a hurry. I'm really busy right now. I just need to know a ballpark figure for, you know, it's five bedrooms. I got upstairs, downstairs. Just what, what typically would that charge? And they'll probably give you the high end. Yeah. Right. So that way, if there's any wiggle room, then they can come down a little bit instead of it being at the low end, and then they're held to that that number. So at that point, you kind of you just kind of got to go off with your feeling. I've I've been turned down for some projects that, that people said the price was too high, but I felt like at the end of the day, my time and my labor is. Yeah, you start you know, to get a better understanding. Yeah. The more you do it, you say, "Well, hold on, this does take a lot it's longer." A lot than, longer, you know. It's, I, I'm, I might put this floor down for you, and at the end of the job, I'm going home. I'm beat up, like I'm sore. So it's like I'm I'm preparing for that. You know that next day, so you know it's it's really just about how you, what you really want to do, which how, how much you want to make off a project typically. Yeah, so gotta value your time. Exactly, <laughs> you gotta exactly. prioritize it. Exactly. So, and attempt to pay it forward. Uh, if you had to suggest, like, okay, I'm just entering <clears throat> this this new business model. How what, what would be the best equipment to get for a starter? Like somebody just starting off, they got their degree, they got their license. But what would the equipment in look my like? field? Yes, um, an HVAC field. Um, well, an HVAC because I'm right now I'm actually I'm leaning towards more towards home improvement. But um, in the HVAC field, uh, it's a certain uh, it's a certain set of tools that you're gonna need in order to do anything. Um, you know, a meter, electric meter. Okay. Uh, electric meter. Yep. I mean, a six and one, eleven and one, or or drill. Um. Some uh, some high pressure, low pressure gauges. Okay. And um, I'm gonna say hand tools. Okay, hand so tools. that would be basically stuff that you can get from the hardware yeah, store. Yeah, you can. I mean, you probably would spend maybe five, five about five hundred dollars on a starter tool set. And you can probably make that back in one first job. job. First in the job. first job. That's your initial the investment. First job get you, you get, it. get yep. your money back. Yep. Get back out there. Yep. And your expert opinion, what would be the best practice to get reoccurring customers and actually scout for new ones? I know you said like right now you're kind of getting a lot of mm-hmm. influx from word of mouth, mm-hmm. which is great. But a lot of people don't know how to get that. Like you said, you're a gifted communicator. Mm-hmm. So you're good at talking to people and yeah. saying, hey, I'm just getting a feel for right. you, feel things out, and then go from there. Um. It's tough, man, because you know, like each 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 person's different, man. You know, people it's it's really approach. It's about your approach. If if you know, if you do a good job, I always say if you do a good job, anything you do, most people will appreciate that. Um, you know, if I give a person a price for a job and I come in and do this job, I'm on time, you know, I'm I clean up behind myself, you know, I'm not you know, I'm not a uh I'm not uncomfortable. I'm not making this person uncomfortable being in their house working. Yeah. You know what I mean? In my language, you know what I mean? Uh, my hygiene, my demeanor, all these different things uh, account for something. So if you go into a, a person's house respectable and, and, you know, and you're in their house like it's not your house, like it's their house. Yes. And, you know, and you, you treat their their space and, and your job as, as serious as they are treating the money that they want to spend with you, then I feel like, you know, um, 
people will appreciate that. And a lot of people are leaning towards more towards small business because big corporations can can't always be trusted. And they feel like sometimes, like you said, the overpricing of things as Absolutely. well. So overhead, a lot of overhead. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't look. At least the customer is not looking at it. it's like, oh, right. they're charging me a lot of money, and this guy's not charging me a lot right. of money. Right. It's just they got I mean, a lot of like overhead. I don't have yeah. much overhead. They so. got the buildings and the exactly the equipment, they got the, yeah, and the, the trucks, vehicles, the yep. insurance yep. that comes along with everything, it. man, everything. So what about uh, as far as licensing goes? Do you need any particular yes. licensing and uh, insurance that it carries? Yeah. So in order to do um, – so with my LLC and in, in my business, I needed uh, I needed a few licenses. Um, for one, I, I got my – I needed my contractor's license, which is the MHIC, uh, your Maryland Home Improvement Contractors. How do you go about getting it? Um, so you go through uh, Department of Labor License and Regulation. Okay. Um, and, and then – on that, you can even go on the website, and then it'll give you, um, you know, you just go through the menu options, and then, you you know, you pick according to whatever it is you're looking to do. Um, you would have to go down to the building to um, down on President, uh, it's not President Street. It's off of Utah. I forget the name of the street, but it's uh, oh, the State Building. Oh, Utah? Okay, I know the what The State Building, building down, yeah. downtown. Go down to State Building. I think it's like the eighth floor or something like that. Um, but, you know, you're going to go check in. You talk to the guy. They'll tell you which way you want to go. Um, when you get there, it's, it's really, it's more of the person just following through than it really being that difficult. It's just a matter of going down there and saying, yeah, yeah. They, will, they will explain to you what you need pretty Exactly, much. yeah, for the most so part, the I mean, but um, to start, you need your, well, for this, you need, I need my MHIC license. Um, in the HVAC, you need your CFCs. Um, in order for you to deal with any type of refrigerant, you got to have your CFC. They won't sell it to you in the store. Um, you know, if you get caught working on the air conditioning, that's not, and you're not certified for it, you know, they can find you. you that's know, it's like a lot dealing of, with Freon and stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of different things because, you know, some of those uh, chemicals are pollutants. Yeah, and so they can you, explode. Exactly. <laughs> so you have to, you know, you have to be safe and, and be careful and, and at least trained, to you know, to handle some of those chemicals. Um, I have my journeyman's license right now currently in HVAC. Um, but to have um, to totally have an HVAC company, you need a master's license. You need a master's license, yes. at yeah. least on file with yeah. somebody, so you can partner mm -hmm. with somebody as well to yep. get that. Yeah. So like, and I and I have I have those in a part of the network. Um, yeah. So you know, even a plumber's master's, like the, all, like I said, all these all those that network is really important, man, because it helps you. And it's even like with banks and insurance companies, like they aren't as big as you would think they are. It's it's just the people that their sponsors and their network around that helps them to be as big or as broad as they are, you know? So, and that's the, the approach that I look at. That's, that's how I kind of, kind of go for it. What about the insurances? Do you need like any special insurance to, to get into this? Like say I go in your house and I mess up something. Mm -hmm. would, would they require a certain insurance to yes. cover that? Yes. Um, you, you, your business, um, definitely I suggest your business have uh, insurance. Um, I would say minimum, maybe six hundred thousand. Um, if you, to work in like uh, multi housing uh, facilities, like apartment complexes, stuff like that, you need to have a million dollars in insurance coverage. Oh, okay. Um, in order to get your MHIC, you also have to you also have also have to have a twenty thousand dollar bond um, through the state, and that's like state insurance. And then your business has insurance, so it's like. Um, it's like so. So the bond is for most, more, more so when uh, if you go into a contract or with a, a company and you know whatever uh, you have any problems or whatever, and they decide, well, we're gonna sue you, right? Um, the bond is also there to help protect your business. 
Yeah. They'll cover, they'll do the investigation over this, the lawsuit and see if you have fault or whatever. Um, and then they'll say, okay, we'll cover this, and then you recover this to us so you can continue your business. Um, but, you know, hopefully no none of that stuff comes about. But, yeah, insurance is definitely – Good to have that protective barrier Definitely. right there. Because, I mean, anything can happen, man. Anything for them, can happen. the customer, and you. Absolutely. Yeah, protect everybody. Yes. Yep. Speaking of anything happening, mm-hmm. what's your worst experience that you oh, would man. say that you had? Not no specific names or nothing like right, that, right, of right. course, but like just an overall experience that you had in the field that you said, that made you say, is this the right, am yeah. I going the right direction with yeah. this? Um, there was a job I had. I went to do a service call. Uh, and it was like over the phone. I'm like, and my mom, like, oh, it's gonna be easy. I go over here, you know, knock this thing out. So I told him, I gave him a price. Like, look, you know, uh, $150, and I'll be there in, in a few minutes, and I'll take care of it. So I get there, and this project, this service call, turned into a disaster. Okay. <laughs> but I had already given him a price, right? All right. And so when I went back to it, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, damn, I gotta take this. I gotta remove this part. I need, you need this part. I'm like, oh, man. So I go and get the stuff. I replace it. The unit's still not working, right? Mm. I'm there. So this is 30-minute, 20, 30-minute fix turned into four hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Then and this was at like up. 7 o'clock. When I got there, it's like 10.30 now, almost 11. I still haven't really figured it out yet. And these people are looking at me like, well, I thought you said it was easy. Uh, or what's, what are we going to do now? Like, and so I had to come back the next day, and it just was a it was a lot to it, man. Just, um, but I learned that you know I don't, I can't, I won't tell a person a job's going to be easy, or I'm going <laughs> to fix it with this until I get there and see it myself. So now it kind of makes sense with it, kind of coming back to what the big corporations were yeah. saying. Hey, we need to come out there and assess yes. it in person yes. before we can give you a number. Yes, because you're going to hold me to, to that it. number. Yeah, they will hold you to that. <laughs> they will definitely hold you to it. So well, you told me this. Exactly, man. So, you know, it's just um it, I probably had some worse ones, but I try to, I tend to I, I try to keep those in the in the back 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 storage room of my brain. So oh, okay. that way, you know, and, and when I need to refer to a certain situation, it, it, it shows face. It shows face, yeah. All right. So what about marketing? Like right now, what are you doing as far as getting your business exposure now? Like um, so people can know, okay, this is a good way to I mean, besides uh, besides when it's dialogue, man, um, you know, I'm going through uh, just friends, social media, um, all the work that I do. I post a picture, um, you know, before and afters, uh, maybe videos, whatever I can do. You know, you know, I might put a little music on the video just to give it some flavor, you know, yeah. just give it something. Personality. That, yeah, some personality, you know what I mean? Um, so right now, yeah, my, my platforms are really social media, man. Um I give out business cards to residents that I've done work for, and then they pass them along to people who needs them, and that's that's my that's my market. I mean, I've had Angie's List and Yelp and Google and all these different folks, you know, reach out to me and offer promotion services. But um, I feel like until I'm at a point where I'm starving, okay, then I, you know, I'm going to do it myself. Any plans for expansion as far as getting a bigger Absolutely. crew or anything? Absolutely. I just I actually just hired a new guy. Um, he works pretty good, man. He's 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 pretty good. Um, but yeah, my my plan originally, I I want to have maybe four or five trucks on the road. Not you know not nothing crazy, but at least in the state of Maryland, have four or five trucks. Um, I want to be at least an East Coast brand. 
Yeah. You know, at least the East Coast brand, like, you know, maybe one, a location north, a location here, you know, around the, the, the Winn-Dixie, the uh, Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a, a location closer in the south. Um, that's, as of right now, that's really, I just I just want it to be something that's going to last, like Home Depot. Oh, or okay. like Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, Carpet right. Liquidators. Like yeah, uh, no sky's the limit. Exactly, you know stuff that you know you hear commercials over time, and it's like you don't forget it. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of what I want the business to be, man. Yeah, that's a good. You hit it in that direction. Yeah. That's what I was to yeah, say. I you said it. especially putting those before and after pictures it gives some type of yes insight to the people that's on the fence. Yes. They say, well, I don't know what to expect. Now you know what to expect. You can see the work for yep. yourself and like the. The feedback mm-hmm. from other people, seeing reviews, yep. that all helps and and I try to, to put like I try to put like real timelines on it, you know what I mean? So that way, you know, people can see like, all right, this was done, this is the before on Monday, this is the after on Friday, you know what I mean? Like I want to put the timelines on to let pe- folks know that yeah, this is a before and after. Mm, excuse me, but it's not a. It didn't take me forty five days to do it, you know what I mean? So it's. It's really just about how you know how you market yourself. What 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 is it that you really want from your business? What is it that you want people to see you as? And that's and and that's kind of like each person's gonna have to answer that on their own. You know. Yeah, you know what your motivation Absolutely. is, and then once you can know what that is, you can draw from it and Absolutely. always bring you back in. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you this real quickly: What recommendations would you give to somebody as far as what book, app, or link that or website that they could use to get into the home improvement HVAC side of things? Um, so they have, um, they have a few books on the PSI uh, website um, for uh, like contracting uh, home improvement. So you can learn, I mean, because it, it, it helps to know how to do stuff. It also helps to know the code. Also helps to know okay. what's, you know, what's going to pass inspection, what's not going to pass inspection. It helps to know that what's legal and what's not legal. You know, um, what's going to what material is going to work and what material isn't going to work. What's the newest the newest type of material out that can save you some time might cost you a little bit more money, but it'll save you two hours on the project. Yeah. Um, You kind of got to just look for, uh, you know, um, like I I go to I do a lot on like uh, YouTube. I do a lot on, like I said, the PSI network, the PSI website. They have the the books um, listed there for per uh, per trade, you know, for electric, for plumbing for HVAC every everything there they have all different types of books for codes for you know stuff that that is important to know man cuz it's easy to do the work man but it's really like you know it it becomes a problem when it when it when when you're a lot when you're a liability on that work yeah so knowing the information and knowing yeah. to get it and just like you said come to the PSI website and that's a good place for that's a good start place yep i mean you like i said youtube um google that's said this the age of information you know what I mean? You can look on the internet and find anything that you wanted to find. It's just, you know, knowing that, all right, the first that first um that first site that you go to, that might not be the most accurate one. So do some research. You know what I mean? Go to two yeah. or three of them and, and compare the information to see. And then if you get the same information, even if it's only a sentence of it, the same thing, then that then that right there is what you You know that's accurate. That's that's actu- that's accurate. You can go off right. that and actually utilize it. All right, so Again, glad to have you in here. Absolutely, but before you man. go, I yes, want to ask you to give the people a way to contact you. Give them your social media handles. Um, yeah, and man. Um, so we got JNL Residential uh, LLC. Um, social media: I am JNL Residential LLC on IG. Um, JNL Residential LLC on Facebook. 
Um, also, the website is www.jnlresidentialllc.com. Thank you for joining us for another episode of My Secret Mentor. And as always, remember, dreams plus action equals life. Hey, before you go, I would like to give you my top three takeaways from this conversation. Number one, network, network, network. In this situation, I'm not referring to random people you may follow on social media, but a tight-knit network of people that you can build with. In this interview, Justin noted multiple occasions where he was able to leverage his network for referrals, education, and influence, and even gave us a way to actually build and maintain a good network. Although Justin has provided plenty of in-depth insight into how to get started in the HVAC home improvement field, he makes it a point to maintain strong relationships with the people he comes in contact with, thus acquiring mentors in the process. However, it is imperative that you keep human relationships with them. Stay in contact. Don't exclusively reach out for one. It's always better to check in and see how people are doing. Number two, I'm sure you're familiar with the saying, make yourself at home. Well, in a field where you're dealing with other people's property, namely entering other people's homes, usually it's wise to treat their space as if it's not your own in this situation. The last thing anyone wants in their home is an inconsiderate person that's making them feel uncomfortable. Respect, cleanliness, and preparation all counts towards how you will be received. So treat each encounter with respect. Who knows that might lead to your next client or business partner. And the last takeaway I wanna leave you with is to always stay positive. At the start of this conversation, Justin shared with us the events leading up to him venturing out and starting his own business. When he was laid off, he didn't look at the negative. Instead, he looked at it as opportunity noting they cut the holes in my back so my wings could expand. I love that quote. And just, as always, thank you for listening. And until next week, remember, dreams plus action equals life.